0: Welcome to From Passion to Paycheck. This is a podcast for boss babes who are ready to ditch the nine to five grind and move forward in their dream life as a business owner. I'm your host, Danielle Drieso, business life strategist, life coach, and expert in helping you fearlessly pursue your dreams. So if you're ready to move towards a life you love and you need a little helpful nudge to get there, then you're in the right place. So I promise to bring you every single episode, either an inspirational story or a mentor or a tip or trick to help you create the business that you absolutely love. So if you are ready to change your life one episode at a time, then you are in for a treat. I can't wait to get started. So let's get rocking and rolling. And I'm so honored to be in your ear. Hello, hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of from passion to paycheck. I am so, so honored that you are joining me today. I'm so excited. I can't wait to chat with you on this topic today, and I hope that your day is going amazing so far. So let's dive deep into this. Okay. This is something that I really wanted to talk about because I feel like it's something that no one talks about. So let's dive deep into it and let's chat about it, okay? So today we're talking about constantly feeling like you're chasing clients, constantly feeling like you're chasing a financial goal, constantly feeling like you're chasing down people to buy your stuff and it feels gross and it feels stressful and you don't want to do that. I know you don't because you are filled with love and you know that your work has fallen into your lap on purpose so that you can serve the people who need you. Your work needs to be given to people on this earth to impact their lives. Am I right? No matter what you do, whether you're a coach, whether you're a health coach, whether you're a dietitian, whether you're listening to this and you just love helping people in whatever facet you help people with, whether it's you inspire people to live their dreams or whatever, your work is needed in this world. So why do we feel so gross? Why do we feel like we're constantly chasing people? And why do we always feel like we're chasing that next big goal? Right, right? So stressful. So I'm gonna give you three major tips that are gonna help you stop chasing and actually attracting your ideal client. Because you don't want to chase them down. You don't want to feel like those people in the kiosks at the mall that are running out from their kiosks saying, Well, you want a sample, you want a sample? No, you don't wanna be that person because when you're walking through that mall and someone's in your face, like, Do you want the sample? You're like, No. Thank you, though, and now you have this icky feeling about that person, right, or that company or whatever. You want to be that person who can relax and hang out in the store that you love, that you built, and people just walk in ready to pay you for your work and ready to buy what you have, and they come specifically to you to purchase your product and you don't have to do anything. You just got to create, you just got to keep sharing your shit. You just got to really show up every day and people come to you, right? That's the dream. Well, you know what? These tips are going to help you get closer to that every single day, starting right now. So here's your first tip. This can really, really help you get a really quick win today. Okay. I want you to think about what is your expertise? What are you actually sharing? Because when it comes to this industry online, whatever industry you're in, whether it's health, beauty, wellness, um, personal development, there's a million people doing exactly what you're doing, but they're not doing it quite like you. So what is your expertise? Like think about handbags. I'm thinking about handbags because I keep seeing Chanel everywhere. Um, Not that that's like one of my favorite brands. I would much prefer a Lululemon um, pair of pants or 12 to a really good handbag, but think about handbags or active wear, whatever you want to think about. But think about that one company that you absolutely love that you would just die for. Okay. So I was walking in Nordstrom's the other day and I was walking down in Nordstrom's and I saw this bag and I've been looking for a black studded bag for Ever. I decided that I need a grown-up purse because right now I'm using a gift card case <laughs> as my wallet on like as by choice because it's just so easy and convenient and it fits in my shoes. But that sounds ridiculous saying that out loud now, but I decided that I need a big girl purse, right? So I'm going through Nordstrom's and I walked up to this purse and I thought, oh my God, I need this purse in my life. And it was Valentino. And it costed like $1,200. And that shocked me at first. But in my head, I'm thinking, of course. People love this because of the quality of the bag. People love this because they know it's not going to rip on them. They're not going to go into Walmart and just search for whatever bag that's cheap. They're going to come to Valentino. They're going to come into that store, whether that's Chanel or Valentino or whatever. They're going to come to that specific brand because they love it and they trust it and they know it and they know what that brand is good of. Have you ever went through the mall and found a really, really good Good pair of jeans from a certain company. And all of a sudden you're in love with them. And so if you need a new pair of jeans, you walk directly into the mall into that store and you know exactly what you need and you are ready to pay full price for those jeans, right? If there's a really good product that fits you really, really well, you are going to want to spend the money to get that product right? It's like, I always say you are not a one size fits all crop top. You're not, you know, those one size fits all crop tops that, you know, you put it on or those tops or those hats or whatever, and they never, ever fit. They are truly an extra small in disguise and you are sitting there. And if you're like me, a little bustier, I'm like a large to medium on top. So I'm like pulling this shirt down, (laughs) trying to get it past my boobs and everything's hanging out and it just looks gross and it feels gross. Right? That's not what you want. You want to be able to walk in and get this one perfect fitting thing, whether that's a perfect handbag or a perfect pair of jeans or a perfect pair of yoga pants. You want something that fits you so good because you will be willing to pay for that over and over again. So you need to know what sets you apart. What are you so freaking good at? For example, for me, I am really, really, really good at building my programs based on the people's needs who. I am here to serve. I'm really good at crafting programs that make people feel very supported and very loved every single step of the way. And I'm not just tooting my own horn. That's what I get a lot of good feedback with with my courses. That they are unlike anyone else's courses because the support is next level. That's what I'm good at. I know I'm good at that. So one of the things that I craft is I will craft my content to let people know that I'm really good at supporting you and calling you out on your BS with love. I have immense love for the people in my programs and people pick up on that, right? Like, you know, that when you're sitting here, it's like, you're listening to this podcast and you know, I'm talking to you boss, babe to boss, babe. Like we are here having coffee or driving in your car or whatever. And we're just chatting it out. Right. And that's something I really pride myself on. So It's very unlike a lot of other business strategists, right? Because a lot of other business strategists are very cutthroat. And so I'm here to show immense amounts of love. And I mix spiritual practices with practical practices. And I'm very all over the place. And I love it, right? And so you need to figure out what sets you apart. What makes you that perfect fit gene? And it doesn't matter if it's not necessarily the fit for everyone, that's what makes you unique. And that's, what's actually going to attract people to you. People don't, not everyone goes into Walmart just for a pair of jeans. If you find a good fit pair of jeans, like, I don't know if you've been into Walmart lately, but if you have like a booty like mine, no jeans fit well there. Like it's just awful. So I need to go to the brands that I know in my heart Fit me right so I don't cry in the fitting room because something doesn't go over my butt. You know what I mean? So you want to be that one pair of jeans for that person. And trust me, there is more than enough people in this world willing to pay you. There's millions and millions and millions of people in this world willing to pay you for your stuff. So if you are cutting out 20% of those people, whatever, those people are not your people, which brings me to my second tip. You need to define for yourself what you are available for and what you are not. I have a list of credentials that I got from Marie Forleo back in my binge watching Marie Forleo days. She said that she makes a list of what her clients have to be available for or what she's available for in her clients, I should say. And that list is pretty much a must have list for every single client. So she knows her ideal client, right? So I have made a list for my ideal client and I'm going to read it to you right now, okay? Let me open it up because I have it in my journal. Okay, so this is my must have list, okay? So number one, they must have no objections when it comes to working on themselves and spending money for personal development. Oh my God, this is so important. If you are like just searching for anyone for a buck or to make your next financial goal or because you want a 5K month because it sounds good, you need to reevaluate your choices (laughs) because you are going to get so many people who are saying, I can't afford your work. I can't afford your work. You're too expensive, blah, 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 because you are not defining for yourself. The people that you want to work with are willing to pay you. This is such a big mistake that I see so often. People are like, I don't know why I'm getting so many money objections. And then when I say, okay, well, what's your stuff for? They say, oh, like anyone, everyone. It's like, Hey, well part of that, anyone, everyone are going to be a lot of people who are deal seekers. They are bargainers. They want a quick fix and they want it at a really low cost. And that's the Walmart people, the people who want to go in quick fix, really low cost. If I want. Some like like for example, I just needed a printer, like I didn't need anything fancy, I need something super cheap. At the time, I was like, you know what, I just need a printer, I don't care what it is. I went to Walmart because I was like, you know what, this is good enough for now, and it's good, and I'm just gonna get it at the at the price, whatever. Same with a dog leash that my dog chewed through. (laughs) And the other day I went into Petland because I needed a new leash because Tucker chewed through his leash. And I got this one leash. And when I walk, it's a whole different vibe. I'm like, I know in my heart that this is not going to snap when my dog runs for a rabbit or whatever. I knew that it wasn't going to snap. And that's what you want to be. You want to be that high quality service for people. And you need to make sure that you put in your own brain, in your own energy, that you are only available for the people who want to pay you. That's so, so important. And of course, you're still going to get people saying, oh my God, I want in, but I can't afford it. That's fine. But you're going to get it much less, if not any, you're probably not going to get anyone saying that because you will not be energetically available for that. So that's so important. Number two on my must have list is they have to have fun. I am not stingy on things. (laughs) So I am not a grammar Nazi. I got an email the other day with someone. And if you are listening, I love you and thank you. Um, they said, I love your content, but you should check spell check. And I laughed to myself because I was like, Oh, if this girl has been following me for a while, she knows I hate writing emails. (laughs) I hate it. And so I don't care for spell check. I don't care for grammar. And you're, if you are a grammar Nazi, you're probably throwing up in your mouth a little bit right now, but that's Okay. Because that's just my vibe. I rather, much rather do videos or talk or whatever. I don't edit my podcasts, so they're super messy. I don't edit my videos. I don't edit anything. I don't edit my pictures. I might brighten it a little bit, but that's about it. Like, I'm very unfiltered. And people know that coming in if they wanna work with me. So they have to be able to have fun and let loose and be able to make things fun and not freak out over every little detail. They have to be able to get messy and have fun, right? Okay, last thing. Well, I have a couple more things, but this last thing I'm going to tell you guys for this list is they have to implement what I give. I know immediately if I'm on a clarity call with someone, because I do offer clarity calls, I know within two days from that call, if they are my ideal client or not. If they are my ideal client, they are messaging me saying, oh my God, this work was transformational. I did this, this, this. I had this breakthrough. I did this. The people who are not my ideal clients is I do a clarity call with them. And I normally give you homework on a clarity call as a little bit of a test to see if you are willing to do the work. And oh my God, the amount of times people don't message me for a while. And I say, hey, how was this homework? And they say, oh, I didn't do it. Because of this or because of this. That is a direct relation for how they're going to act in my programs or how they're going to act in my one-on-one or how they're going to act when whenever. That is a direct correlation with how they're going to act when they work with me. And if you're not gonna do the work, I don't want you in my program because if you're not gonna I don't deal with half-ass people. And if you're not gonna put your full ass into it, then you're not my people. You're not my people. If you're not going to put your full ass into it, it's really a waste of my time to show up for you if you're not going to show up for yourself. Does that make sense? So that might sound harsh, but it's true. Do you want someone who's not going to listen to you or do you want someone who's going to listen to you implement the stuff? kill it, blow it out of the water, and then come to you with a kick-ass t- a testimonial that you can now use on your site. And you can say, oh my God, this person implemented my stuff and look at how incredible they are. You want someone who you can do that for, right? And you can shout them out and you can say, oh my God, you're so amazing. And they are willing to share their story for you on a testimonial because it's authentic because it's true. They did kick ass, take names, change the world. And now they're ready to rock, right? So good. Something else you can do for yourself. So this is something that's super important. And this is your last tip of the day is setting your boundaries. What are you available for? So for me, I am now no longer available for people to badger me in my in my um, Facebook messenger. That means people who aren't ready to commit to a program who aren't ready to commit to change, but are expecting a quick fix messaging me, asking me for free coaching. This happens so much when you're new and that's good because you can answer questions, really practice honing in your skills. But now it's to the point where when I check my messages, I want to make sure I'm helping people who, who are going to help themselves going back to what I'm available for. Okay. So that's a boundary that I set for myself. If someone asks me a bunch of questions in my Facebook messenger, I just really nicely say, you know what? Like, I would love to answer this for you. This is actually something that I help teach. um, when I work with my one-on-one clients or when I work with these people in this course, Would you be up to scheduling a clarity call so we can chat through this and maybe see if that is a perfect fit for you? And if they say, no, that's too expensive or no, I'm actually not thinking about coaching. I say, no worries, because if they're not ready, they're not your people. Normally the people who you have on your list right now will buy from you. Eventually 80% of them will buy from you. Eventually you just have to nurture them a a little bit more. And if you're their one day coach or you're their one day strategist or you're their one day person, that's okay. That's okay. So I, for them, if they're not ready, I just say no worries. That's totally fine. Here's some resources you can, you can tap into until you're ready to work together. And so that's why I have so many freebies on my website. If you go to StriveAndShine.ca/slash, Boss Babe, there's so many resources for you guys that are totally free. I have my free Facebook community that people can ask me anything in, which is the Boss Babe Vibe Tribe. I have this podcast that you can listen to. I have videos on YouTube. I have. Instagram content every single day. You guys can get to know me. You guys can ask me questions on there. Like you guys can engage with my stuff. I give you so much so that I don't feel like I'm overstretching for someone who's not going to show up for themselves because that is not going to help them. They need to help themselves and they need to be able to be coachable. And that is so, so important. So if you feel like you're chasing people, if you feel like you are running after these people to try to get them to commit to your programs or to sign up with you, You need to reevaluate your boundaries, your expertise. You need to figure out what you are available for. And you also need to make sure that you're not just doing it for the money. So important. Money is a necessity. Yes, for your life, but it's also a resource. So love your money and your money will love you back. Love the people and they will be willing to pay you. It's just an exchange of energy And allow that exchange to happen very lovingly. And when you get that money, you will feel so good. Because if you con someone into buying your stuff because you just need another sale and you say whatever you need to do to get that person to buy, they're not going to be happy and that money is not going to feel good. So love your money, love your people and nurture them and get super lightning clear on what you are, who you're here to help, who you are. And what you're here to do. Okay. I love you. Love you. Love you guys. I hope to chat with you soon. Go kick ass, take names, change the world. Bye guys. Did you love, love, love this episode? If you did, then I want to hear about it. I want you to go ahead and head over to striveandshine.ca. In the bottom right-hand corner, there is a little tiny email button where you can send me your thoughts, your questions, your concerns, what you want to hear more of on the show. And I would be forever thankful for your feedback. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. I can't wait to hang out with you again. And I will see you guys next time on From Passion to Paycheck.